I'm Shane. I'm Bo. We are Kentucky Fried Critics. Welcome back. Episode 22. That's right, 22. And we've officially crossed 500 episodes downloaded. Yes. Yeah. We're famous now. I'm calling it. We're definitely doing something. No, I'm I'm rich. I'm famous. I like crossing these big threshold numbers. Though, though I can't wait to get to a thousand. Never done a thousand of anything. Go ahead straight from there, I guess, and go ahead and start doing our socials. So we'll go ahead and we'll start with Facebook. That's going to be Kentucky Fried Critics. URL for that's facebook.com slash Kentucky Fried Critics. It's you, simple. You, you know you've been there. It's easy. You've seen us. You can find it. Right. I've, I've seen the likes and the smiley faces. Hi, guys. And then Instagram. Instagram is going to be just like Facebook. Uh, it's it's The handle is at Kentucky Fried Critics. No spacing, no anything. I don't know how URLs work there. I always say this. I think at some point I can probably stop saying it. But now it just feels like one of those things. Then we'll go to YouTube. YouTube is going to be the one that's a little bit contentious. You know, uh, right now it is YouTube.com slash at KF Critics or KFC Riddicks. I like KFC Riddicks. Yeah, it's funny. It comes out better. It's but easier again, to say, too. <laughs> KFC Riddicks. But again, that's probably not going to be something that we're keeping. We just still haven't found out for sure which one we'll change it to. It's going to either be Kentucky Fried Critics to match everything else. No spaces, just straight how it is. But that's going to be the one that we have to see if uh, the other people have finally been booted off of it. Surely by now. Yeah, if they were going to, I would like to think it has happened. Right. It was supposed because to start, it was supposed to start yeah, the well, beginning of this year, right? It was supposed to start at the end of last year, I think oh. in December. So, like, I mean, they've had some time they've to They've had time. People. If not, though, we're, we're going to hyphenate it. I've definitely checked. Hyphenated is open, and then yeah. it still matches at least one of our other socials. So then we're kind of just, like, split down the middle. Nice. The cult of the hyphen. Uh, and, you know, again, at least that way everything is still fully spelled out. Like, even though there are hyphens... They're still matching. Like we still, ha- it's yeah, all it still goes con- with all the other. Yeah, because everything else is no abbreviated anything. And then, as we said, the possibility is that we're going to have it hyphenated. And the reason that would make everything split down the middle is because our website that is hosted by our wonderful hosts at Acast is going to be at shows.acast.com slash Kentucky hyphen fried hyphen critics. Yo, my hyphens. So if we have to hyphenate YouTube, it's not the end of the world. It matches up with this one, and this is one we can't change. And There's no changing. My, and feeds my weird hyphen fetish that I have going here. Because that's just how ACAST's website works. You They're know, so like, great. They love the hyphenate, hyphenate everything. I'm the not, episode titles, extra hyphens. I'm not brainwashed at all. Then the only other social after that's going to be our email itself, and that email is going to be, again, spelled out. So this is why you know we, we want it spelled out somehow, some yeah. way. So it's nice and easy. KentuckyFriedCritics at gmail.com. That definitely wraps up all of our socials for sure. So what are we drinking today, Bo? Well, today we are drinking BrewDog Brewing Company's Punk IPA. Punk IPA. If you didn't have any guesses without looking at the can, color kind of was an extra hint. So lovely blue. So we went with SLC Punk, but obviously Punk IPA is how you're going to get to SLC Punk. What What better beer to do for a punk rock movie like this. That's right. Punk well, IPA. It even says on the can, fiercely defiant and independent. Fuck yeah. You can't, can't, can't get, get any that. better than that. And then the, the reason we say the can itself is a nice little hint is because if you've ever seen SLC Punk, then you already know one of the most iconic features of the movie is Matthew Lillard and his blue, blue hair. hair. So It's a very cool 
totally makes this can fit perfectly in. This is a West Coast IPA, so we're totally going with the same vibe they do, right? The movie likes to totally more talk about punk rock like it is from the West Coast. Like yeah, they mentioned a couple times, like the, that's the first one. They're closer to the West Coast, yeah. so it makes sense that that's the scene they it would filtered, hear stuff from. It filtered down to them from like yeah. L.A. and shit. Yeah, more. Thing. Again, they know the really big ones that were in New York. We, yeah, they the all Ram- do. The Ramones and Velvet but Underground. They and hear more of the small local scene coming from the West Coast. Right. Nice, nice little nice, thing. Nice, fun community of punk rockers. And this is a strong beer. Right? Yeah, it is. at 7.5%. That's strong. That's strong. That's pretty strong. Especially compared to last week. You can drink it like you, water. It's, it's so easy. It's real easy to drink. Too smooth it almost. Oh, yeah, you, and it's, it is, it is definitely... in before you're like, oh shit. Definitely nowhere near as strong as this one. No, this one, much stronger. All right. We'll go ahead. We'll talk about some of the other people that are in the movie before we really get into everything since we've already dropped... Matt um, Lillard in there. He's our main character, Steve-O. Steve-O. That's right. Is we, this where like, literally everybody else... Started getting the name Steve O from. No, no, probably not. Because, you know, again, it's just a common thing to, to slap on to Steve. someone, Steve. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, he is our main character, Steve O, with the big blue hair. It's, again, one of the most iconic things you can think of for the movie because of the way his character works, right? He is a, I don't like to say fourth wall breaking. No, because it's weird. Because, like, we're, as the audience, are kind of like it's just it's, the new guy. But at, the same, well, but at the same time, it is like fourth wall because nobody, nobody else interacts us. with us. Yeah, but he talks to us like we are real people that are that just are actually in the there. building. Yeah, hanging out. Instead of like, I'm talking to the people sitting in the theater. Well, that's why I say like, you know, like normally people say a fourth wall break. Well, that implies that there is one. And I feel like this movie exists in a world where there it wasn't one to start with. Right. Like a break implies that it, it happens and then we snap back. Yeah, like Saved by the Bell. Yeah, Everybody what I'm freezes. saying is, yeah, I'm saying there's, this isn't a break. It's very different. It's very weird. It exists in its own super kind cool. of cool. Yeah, it exists in its own kind of weird fourth wall territory. It's a fun movie because of that aspect. That yeah, we it get is Steve-O super for fun. Sure. We we get his narration this way. Of, yeah, and like, we, we get to feel to like we're part. Well, with we the ride. makes you feel like you're part of this yeah. group. For sure, I'm not like just you, watching a movie. It's like, oh, I'm I'm one of these guys. I'm I'm here to experience the punk scene. Then we've got his best friend Bob, heroin Bob. Played by Michael A. I'm gonna butcher this. G- Gorgian, Gorian, Gorian. It's G O O R J I A N. No idea. Not trying to mispronounce that. I respect the hell out of you. You did a phenomenal job yeah, in this movie. I I just don't know how to say that. So we'll hit a couple just of the the bigger names. We'll drop real quick, and then we'll, we'll just get into the movie. So. Yeah. We, Big names will hit. Obviously, the biggest person who's in the movie, who at the time this was filmed, was a nobody. And he just went on to do a lot of other stuff. Is going to be Jason Siegel. Marshall. That's right. Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. He's in... What was uh, that fucking movie? Oh, it's Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, I was <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> a lot of Marshall here. That's right. That's what I say. That was so funny. Uh yeah he's done a, he's done a whole bunch of stuff he's knocked up and he's in um, yeah friends with Seth Rogen I think he's a producer and director now isn't he I don't know he uh, maybe he was just on an Apple TV show with uh, Harrison Ford no oh, cool fuck he's yeah, like I a psychiatrist Harrison Ford shrinks he's like a psychiatrist for a bunch of people no oh, fuck yeah I've not watched it. Obviously, I'm, because you know me I would have told you a whole bunch more about yeah, it. yeah you would have went on like no it's this and this yeah, and it's yeah. so great. 
But yeah, he's definitely doing some stuff right now, currently, for sure. He's good, good for him. Let's see, who else do we got in the movie? We got Devin Sawa. Sawa? Sawa. I don't know if I'm saying that right, I, that's but that's how, how I've always, always said, said it. it. It's fun to say it that way. Devin Sawa. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I respect you. You were you're in great. a lot of my childhood. Oh, yeah, you're in a lot of great movies, man. So I'm not trying to diss you. And you were amazing in this movie. But your name is super fun to say. Who else do we got? So the I think that kind of wraps up some of the big names for some of and, and like big characters, right? Can can you think of we'll we'll hit the dad is the, yeah. the last person. So Steve O's dad is played by Christopher McDonald, who is Shooter McGavin. Bo's favorite Shooter He's returning. McGavin. He's come back to us. Again, playing much the same kind Almost of Almost the he same. Always He's is this always guy. such a rich douchebag. He like he's he, much more likable. In he this was one. in Dutch. He is in uh, this one. Yeah, he is totally this guy. There's a reason why when we finally got to Happy Gilmore that he was Shooter McGavin. Yeah, because he's just what he does. That character is good. But he's, he's much more likable here. So that's like our big main characters. A lot of we we have a lot of other people. Like I'm not. Don't yeah, let me a down. Oh wait, wait. Sorry, we almost forgot. Jennifer Lean. Yes. This is not a name I expect people to know unless you are a Star Star Trek Trek fan. As you've already. It's Cass. As you've already figured out, we have said many times we are both Star Trek people. So this is, yeah, she was from Voyager. First three seasons, four Four. seasons. She made it like halfway through season four. She Uh, got replaced by Seven of Nine, who was, I mean, honestly, hotter. I get it. but And this, uh, just as a noteworthy thing to say, this movie is coming right off the tails of that. Yeah, like as she left Voyager and went to this, it would have had to have been. Because, yeah, Voyager started in 95. So you have production in 94. Yeah, right? right. So, again, if she did three years, three and a half years. Years. Yep, and then she would have booked this, gone right into that, and it would have came out in 98, 99, right? Yeah. Yeah, good for her. It's kind of crazy, though, thinking about like because it does mean that she either literally left that one and started filming this one, or, or she, she was got leaving booked. like the set from that one. Right, it's like that's why she left And Voyager. she was filming this. No, I don't think that, dude. I mean, she, it's not why. She yeah. just did this one after. Or she was filming this one like during the off season. During the hiatus. The two, which is, that's even more mind-blowing to me. Could you imagine like still filming sweet, Star Trek? Sweet and then little the, Cass, you in know. The, and in the in-between time and filming going this over crazy this movie? fucking bitch. That's not that good acting. Good for you. Being able to switch like that if that's what you did. But all right. Uh, like I said, that's, that's our big, big people. So we'll go ahead and just roll into the movie. Well, well, I'll mention names real quick, but we got not much to say about any of them. Because, again, they, they, we'll say their characters. They'll pop in. But even as far as the movie goes, which we'll get into in a minute, that's not how this movie works. No, there's not really a plot, so we've per got, se. Yeah, so we've got, again, like when we say even some of the characters we've mentioned before, you're barely seeing most of them. Yep, so they're, they're here like, real hey, quick. Here's yeah. this guy, you, and you never know which ones you see will pop up again. Yeah, if, if it, they're really important, you'll get like a flashback, maybe of how you met them. But so we also do have we have Adam Pascal playing Eddie, and we have Till Schweiger playing Mark. <laughs> I like him. Mark's a funny guy. Yeah, he was. James Duvall playing John the Mod, which we have a few mods in the movie, but he's the only recurring one. You know, the short hair. He's the black nice one. one. Yeah, yeah, he's the, he's like the leader. Yeah, he's the, he's the one that's always like trying to break the fights. Because he's the one that can go in between. That's yeah, what they said. The, he's the one that can go in between everybody. Right? He floats. Yeah. We called him floaters. John the Mod. That kid who could just go into any group. And then also Annabeth Gish as Trish. That's the only other like. 
important, important enough to mention yeah. character that we again we will go ahead and make sure we give a shout out to the person for because she was great yeah she's an interesting character yeah she too. is she's like the queen of the again punks. and as we mentioned a lot of people don't come back more than once and she does yeah. we see her multiple times so she is she definitely comes back all throughout she's the recurring movie. Yeah, yeah she's very recurring because she's important to Bob. Yeah. She's one of the important. If you're important to Bob or you're yeah, important to Steve O, you're, you're going to show up a few times. Those are the only people. Yeah. Everybody is important They're to them. They're real some way. friends. That's right. Man, that's what that is. So from there, we can definitely just get rolling into the movie, right? It's your favorite, man. I love this part. The this music. Cool. The first. Okay. And this is one of those movies that I would. Uh, movies that has one of those like double intros, right? Like we get one intro and it's almost like, a, what would you say? Like Pee Wee Herman or some like, right, like right? kid style, like epic, like do 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 Yeah. It's totally. Or, or, um, I don't know. I think Home just, Alone, almost. Yes. Or, or Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Or Honey, I Shrunk it's the got kids. like this very much like you're about to be going on a little kid adventure movie feel right. to it. And so you're like, what's happening? And it immediately goes from this music into uh, uh, Steve O talking about rednecks. rednecks. And then swift hit in the head with <laughs> steel pipes. They fucking jump these guys with and pipes. That, they can give them a chance. The, the poor bastards. Because everybody hates rednecks. I do too, but fuck, I'd never hit one with a lead pipe before. It was. It's quite an introduction, and that's how we're introduced to our uh, main characters, Stevo and, and and Bob. Bob. They're both right here. Right, they're just here to fuck shit up. That's and right. Fuck rednecks. That's right. And again, I want to point. I want to say this to you. Grow, growing up where we grew up, yeah, there's a large quote unquote. Redneck, redneck population. population. Did, did you not immediately feel a connection to I the did. movie before before anything else that that instantly made you feel like I'm gonna like this movie? Yeah, immediately, especially them pulling up in the truck like that and shit. And I was like, oh man, I've I've beat up guys like this, man. Me and me and my boy letting him back in the day. We've gotten fights with these exact two dudes in the exact almost pickup truck. As soon as that finishes, though, we start into. Just punk, punk music. rock, man. It's and your awesome album covers. Full introduction into punk dope. music, and it's Steve O giving us the rundown of, you know, this is Salt Lake City. Yeah. It's this is 1985. This it's is horrible. the capital era of, of punk. Right. Right. Uh, this is right after him and his best friend, Bob, have graduated college. So it's a. Uh, Which they, good for them. Yeah, well, they have no idea what to yeah, they, no they, idea what to do they, with as it. As he said, they both only finished college and with good grades as a form of protest to to, to his parents because yeah. now they're going to say fuck you to everybody by doing nothing, nothing with, with their, their education. education. We're just going to waste it. And that beer he was drinking when he said it. Did you see him? He's sitting there. He's like, we're just going to waste our our minds, and then just pours like beer on his chest. Totally I'm like, just like, oh, I'm like, come on, man. Be better. Yeah. And so this, though, is also where we start. We immediately start seeing who he is. <laughs> yeah. How this movie works. And like I said, it's totally not fourth wall breaking, but it's not. Come again, it's not ride. like we are. You know, there are some movies where you are literally supposed to be a stand in for someone. Right. Yeah. Like, this is not that. The camera is not a stand in for an actual person in the party. No one else knows you're here. Uh, nobody in the background is reacting to the fact well, that and, he and, suddenly stopped talking. Well, to and them. like nobody in the foreground. 
foreground either. Like, yeah. like you know, he grabs uh, Sandy at one point, right? Yeah, and he, literally, he, like, she is just like, she and looks God, at the God bless even. the actress. It's great. She yeah. looks glazed over. Does not literally look like she is acknowledging right, just like, anything ah, right in front of her. Some... And that's what they do through the whole movie, except for one scene. As you were, you know, you said earlier, there's one scene towards the end where it's where, just him and Bob. Yeah, where Bob kind of like gives like a half second, like the fuck are you talking to? Glance to be like because that conversation like, he, isn't directed at me, right? Because he turns his back on Bob yeah. and starts talking to us, and Bob's just over like the fuck, like that's not to me. Right? Who the fuck are you talking to? But that's the only you're time. You're doing acid again? Ah, yeah. we're all part of his acid well, trip. That's what I was going to say. We see this immediately. That's how the movie starts. After the music stops, we, we get introduced to Bob. And he's in. Well, again, Steve-O is treating us like we're a new guy. He's yeah. talking to us. He's telling us who they all are. Like, this is Bob. And when he gets to Bob, he tells us Bob's nickname. Bob's nickname is Heroin Bob. Heroin Bob. And again, this being the punk scene, you might automatically assume. He's, you know... Doing some, that he, yeah, that, he likes needles. That he does some crazy drugs, but no, he's no. heroin Bob, but for the opposite reason. Because he hates needles. He's straight edge, yeah, almost. I mean, he still he drinks. won't even take aspirin. All he does is drink beer and smoke cigarettes. The the heroin Bob is just because he absolutely despises needles. needles, and it's a contradiction. So it's funny. And so then we get set up again. This is how this movie works. As we started with, there's no. It's not a linear story. No. And when I I don't even want to say it's a. It's not even like a fully connected story it's more like if this were a book i would tell you that it was just a loose collection of short stories that are kind of kind of well connected. that shares well that just share characters yeah they just share characters that there's no other anything right the the end has a full moral that connects but it's again it's not a moral that you needed some of these short stories for yeah no you if you can you can just watch bits of this movie. This is just totally a com- thing. Completely where out of order. It's just it fun matter. to exist in this world, right? Like, it's fun to be here in in. Yeah, in as Utah. long as you kept the end the way it is, you could seriously take the first hour and 15 minutes and just re-chop it, and it would still be totally fine. You could, Yeah, no, you could tell the story however you yeah, want. Yeah, there's no linear progression of the story. Whatsoever. It's great, though. Yeah, like, again, I don't want awesome. to tell you that making anybody think that it, they shouldn't watch. Hey, man. It's great. Anarchy. Exactly. That's, it's the, anarchy. that's the name it's of the totally game. a different way to tell a story. Complete and utter chaos. But so, And uh, I love this because this, uh, like we say, it's kind of like Steve-O is just telling us a story, right? Yeah. Uh, this is also how I would tell us. This is how I tell stories. Like, I get very off-tangent when right. telling a story. Because he's like, this is Bob. He, th- Bob is the most uptight guy we, I know. We call him Heroin <laughs> Bob. And then he tells us this full, like, backstory that's, that, again, is not the reason they call him Heroin Bob. It's just, like, an anecdotal story that connects Next to, to why they, tell, they yeah, call him that. but it's not, like, the original reason. No. It's just, like, this is a, for instance, this also happened to prove he hates needles. Right. And he doesn't do other drugs. He won't do anything. He, so the setup here is that uh, he also hates mirrors. Yeah, he has a weird fucking This is thing. never said out loud because it happens twice, and the second time they just kind of downplay it. And yeah. they say it's because he's drunk. They don't say it's because it's a mirror. Yeah, he hates seeing he himself hates... in the mirror. Well, I don't even know if it's him. He specifically says mirror. I hate mirrors. The first time, right? Like, it's not... He doesn't say it's him. Fuck. The second time, he was definitely, like, just drunk and yeah. fucked up. So maybe. But the first time, it totally is. Just like he looks at it, he's like, I hate mirrors. And fucking just shatters it with Punches his it. Fist. And then it gets a piece up. of glass 
wedged then into you know his, it was still stuck in oh, there. Oh, definitely. Wedged into his hand and it gets infected. But yeah, and so the story, though, is that once he punched the, the mirror... He just wrapped it with a dirty T-shirt and and kept going. We we then immediately cut to three weeks later, and he's at a restaurant and just passes out. Right on the the floor. And so they take him to the hospital. And while he's at the hospital, again, it's just a setup for us. He hates needles. Super gross, He hates needles. He hates doctors. He hates mirrors. Bob is a really fucking intense guy. really intense guy. And he really knows what he doesn't like. Again, he will fight you. Tooth and fucking nail. But dude, that hand was nasty. It was gnarly, man. Those were some good practical effects. It's all like oozing green It was black. shit and black. Scabbed. Oh, it was so horrible. I was like, nope, that's getting amputated. And then No, man. Antibiotics and they had to lock him in a room. Fuck, I wrote it down. It was like it turned into a virus. Yeah, <laughs> they named it after me. <laughs> this is a random scene, but this is also where we see um, what's his name, Mike. Mike where we, see, yeah. we see Mike the first time, uh, both in the restaurant and then going to the, to hospital, the hospital after however many weeks since the virus. And it's funny because the nurse is telling them all this, and he just goes, Is it, is it safe, safe for to, us to go in there? <laughs> and I, just, I agree with him, right? I was through because the way she tells that story. Was it turned viral? Very apparently, yeah, and they would, named it after him. I'm like, I'm not going in there. I'm sorry. Like, I'd yell through the door. Sorry, Bob. You see all the like madman like, right, scribbles right. on the wall that he's got and stuff. Anarchy symbols and fuck you. He's he, big, he's, like he ripped with things off the wall. wall and shit. It was great. He's going nuts in that fucking room. But yeah, he gets, wouldn't you? Uh, are they gonna sedate me? It'd be like a three week vacation, right? Just right. like, oh yeah, just keep me knocked out. I'll sleep. It's fine. Uh, and then we we is this where we get the He's finally out, right? Yeah, and we he's see out. the scene where they're like, he's talking to him like manic outside, right? right. And you see like the weird like flash, flash like, uh, what do they call those? Like, you know, the kind of cut, like flash cuts. Yeah, where, cut like, away. That, where behind them, right? Like you just see like the people walking. <laughs> then they're not. And then, what's funny is to me, that just shows you, uh, well, we didn't say his name. The director's name for this is James Marandino. I forgot to say this while we were going over who all was in the movie. Uh, it's fine. He's not done a whole lot of stuff, and I'm not trying to downplay it because I love this movie. I love the decisions he made. I love everything about it. And he's so ahead of his time because these, like, flash cuts, it's exactly how YouTube videos are made now. Yeah, it is. Right? Like, they're just, you because they just make them in public and shit and in random places. And so, like, you, people aren't worried about, like, Lighting things matching up exactly. Weird shit, yeah. Well, again, like, you know, I'm specifically just talking about, like, the Bob. Like, when he's showing Bob, it's it's literally because he, he's on a rant, right? And so they just want us to see that this rant. He's calling has, the, the rant it, about acid yeah, and, and it's Napoleon been going, and all that other shit. Because it's all connected to that first, because it's right after he got out. Yeah. And he was, like, just telling him, this like, is this why is why you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing that it yeah. stays in your hair. You know how they killed Napoleon with arsenic because they f- traced it through his fucking hair, yeah. man. So th- that's what I mean. Like the way that shot, right? Like the, yeah. those weird flash cuts. So that way you can just see like him moving uh, and it doesn't matter that his head doesn't line up where it yeah, was it's before. just I'm over here. I'm over here now. Now so, I'm know, looking like, this way. Now I remember when this movie came out and watching that and it seemed really jarring, right? Yeah, but it tell was me, completely normal. I didn't, to you, you didn't even notice didn't even until notice I just said, said that, it's, that it wasn't supposed to be normal. Yeah. Because that's we're so used to it now. That's how YouTube videos are made. Nice. It's a guy with fucking, a phone. Fucking inspirational motherfucker. This right guy here. just was ahead of his time. He like, really I was. swear. 
there's a few things like that. Like the way the again, the way Steve O talks is the kind of fourth wall shatteringness, whatever, like how it's different is very reminiscent of some of like Deadpool's version of like yeah. in the movies breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Like like it's it's a consistent. Like, you know, like Deadpool treats us like it we're always there. Yeah, we're just not like he's not like he's just stopping a scene and saying something about the scene, but like literally we're literally like, this is the same way. We're the camera in the video game that's following him yeah. around and he just gave us a name. It's dude, I'm telling Little you. Little Timmy, follow me. It's uh this guy is just ahead of his time. Again, I agree. Is, that's uh, I didn't even think of that. Oh. He's talking about Napoleon and the chemicals getting stuck in your brain. He goes in and starts talking to him, telling the story of Sean and how he uh, he had been selling drugs. Yeah, he's selling he, acid. He used to be a mod. He was selling, and now he's a full-on punk. He had big, crazy green hair. He's wearing the oven mitts on his hand. <laughs> Which I thought was weird as fuck. He's weird, bright this red is, oven mitts. This is before he's messed up. Yeah, this is before he even got fried. This is just him normal. He's like, I like this. Some of the mods are trying to kick his ass. John the mod, John the, the one mod. that we, we saw at the party, he's the there. Cool and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa he used dude. to be one of us. He's a cool he's dude. He's cool. Don't even He's worry all right. About it. Leave him alone. Plus, he's selling us drugs. Why are you trying to stop yeah, the dude why are you trying to fuck from giving up? us drugs, from giving us drugs? Drugs. We want Dumb drugs. Ass. So you stop beat that. him up. He won't sell us drugs, idiot. Uh, but so, uh, and then no, uh, we 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 see that the, the cops like, show the, up. The like campus cop shows up, and so, so he, he has to make a mad it. dash he for it. Bob for tells it. us he he ran straight through the sprinkler system, and the water soaked through his pants, which soaked through the acid into his skin. Like a hundred shots of acid, dude, just right onto his leg. And he got fried completely, dude. It's never been normal since. Bob went to go see him. Well, Bob sees him on the street. Like, that's the funny part. Like, so he's again, said, the, he's telling us this. He ran into him like right, right after. after this happened. And it was when he was on the street and he's telling Bob, he thought Bob was Jesus. <laughs> You're Jesus. Uh, and he's telling he, Bob that he saw Satan, Satan in his house. in the house. It killed my mom and turned her into a cow. And, and and it's all crazy and we're seeing his flashback of it and we see like weird like acid like right. we see like a satan and we see a cow and we see his mom and, he's like and then we see bob the look knife. up to the we see bob look up to the window his mom is just wearing a dress with, with like, like weird like horns horn. coming from the shoulders yeah, like little shoulder pads that go up into a point like a bull like a bull <laughs> and then the cops show up and take poor Sean well, away. and no and and Sean's like I'm safe. They're here for yeah, me. Yeah, because Bob, he thinks he's Bob, like he thinks he's out in the middle of water, and he thinks. Well, that's Bob why he thought Bob like was Jesus. That's why, that's why he thought Bob was Jesus. Because he could walk on in water. water. Yeah, but so he thought he was saved when the I'm cops saved. when the cops showed up, and Bob was like, "Sure you are. Sure you are, buddy." This also gives us one of the one of the greatest lines where where Steve-O looks at Bob, and he's like, "Maybe chemistry wasn't the right major, major for you." And I agree. I do too. It was this great. It seems though. like a guy as paranoid as right. that does not a, need to know a bunch it, about chemicals. Because he is wild while he is doing this little speech and like and you're just listening stress to him. smoking well, a cigarette. Well, you're listening to him and you can tell he's doing this because uh, Steve O is already on acid. Yeah, he is. Right? Like, laying he, there he's looking at high him on like, acid. Holy shit. Dude, you are giving me a weird trip and you need to stop. Well, and like, we just found out that Bob doesn't do anything because if you would have told me, I'd have been like, this man's on some speed. Yeah, he is. He's done something. Because he's like manic. He's like crazy hyper. He's like Brother super can't fi- handle his coke. Su- super fixated. Like, right? these are all like things that when you're on some form of speed, you think you if will he would have do. done some speed, it would have done the opposite and calmed him the fuck Maybe. Maybe that's what I'm gonna say. Like it's like an Adderall thing. 
for sure. Like that's totally like ADHD diagnosis. Yeah. Where where does it go after this scene? Where what's the next spot after we? Because again, like that's how this movie works. There's not a lot. There's not super coherentness, but oh, I it, do believe he, this is it where goes we goes to Steve. He starts talking about how his mom and dad wanted him to go do stuff. This is where we oh he is yeah he, he says this is oh, so yeah so we're, this we're, is where he fully tells us about like what we had mentioned earlier where the college yeah uh, they. They both went to college and they graduated. And then, like, this was like the speech. This is right after he graduated. This is like immediately after, after he graduated. graduated high school. Yeah. And so, they, they, this is when they pitched to him going, going to, college to college in the first and, place. You know, he was like, You should really go and to college. And he tried to tell him no. He's like, No, I'm going to go to the. I think he's just going to go to Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. So, Salt uh, SLU. <laughs> yeah, that's where he was going to go. And they're like, No, you're so smart. You did so good. You should go to Harvard. And, he was a and his dad is like, I went to Harvard. You you know, and I, we rebelled it up. You know, like we we went to Woodstock, and like we it was. I don't even believe that this man went to Woodstock. I don't either. I don't either. Not even for just the musical aspect of no. going to Woodstock. I don't believe it at all. But the fucking speech. Yeah. He fucking jumps up. He stands up. His hair. Big giant this is the, blue. This is the moment when he's wearing. Yeah. The, Big blue fin mohawk. And it's looks like a sail. It's, it's way, flapping in the wind. HD did not help this. No. Yeah. This is a movie I remember watching uh, when it was when I still had like a, a VHS. A v- yeah, right? yeah. I was watching it on a VCR. I was definitely watching it on a two. Tube TV. TV. So there was no high definition anything. No, it looked fine. Well, it didn't look fine. The swaying action of the hair let you know it was not real. You're like, there's a plastic But as far as, like, the bald cap and the, like, the many (laughs) other features that wall in HD, I could 100% tell you, almost made this look like an SNL skit of itself. It did. It was bad. It was two different skin tones. The the skull cap was darker than the rest of Matthew Lillard. Now, that being said, with Let's keep in mind that when it was made, he totally did fine. not know anybody would ever see it to the quality of which oh, we're yeah, seeing. No, no it one now. did. That he 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 edited it on the kind of footage that he knew people would be able to look at it at. Yeah, not his fault. But the fucking but this speech. is rough. The, the speech, speech is, great. is great. The speech is golden. Everything he says, he ends it with the big fuck. He's you. like, I am eighteen now, and for the first time in my life, I can say fuck you. <laughs> I'll point out he gives this speech, but he still ends up going to college and yeah. getting good grades. So what kind yeah. of fuck you? Did, I mean, other than that, it wasn't Harvard. What fuck you did he really give them? I know, but it, I've never just said fuck you to my parents. No, I agree. So I mean, good for him for getting away from well, it. And with before it, I guess. we get any further, I, I gotta say, like you know, I've. I love Steve-O. I loved every aspect of Steve-O. I love that he was a guy that was against the man. Yeah, fight the system, all that shit. Uh, and went that that far, like, against, like, normal culture. You know, like, got his own culture going on, counterculture with yeah. the punk stuff. But he was still good grades. He's still, he was still a good went student. went to school and did his homework. I love this because, like, I, I lived, like, I aspired to be this dude. Like, and uh, you know, my senior year of high school, my yeah. senior year of high yeah. school, when he had blue hair, when he was rocking his blue hair and he just kept it all the way through college, I decided I was going to start dyeing my hair. First color I went, blue. this fucking color blue. I love this man. I aspire to be this man. I still aspire to be this yeah. man. I was more of the lazy stoner metalhead who didn't really want to do anything but drink beer and fight. Good times. <laughs> I was with all the fighting, man. I just, um, I was going to take down the man from the inside. You're going to take him down from the inside. I was more of like up straight up the middle kind of, but you know, 
Those guys die fast. <laughs> so then we wrap up the whole scene with the parents. Because, again, this is just how this movie works. This is what I was saying. It's a fun movie. It's real loose. If we get some stuff a little bit out of order, don't blame us. Because the movie barely has an order. Yeah, it barely has an order. As soon as Steve-O, as he's telling us a story... If he needs to stop to to give us more context, he goes into another story. It makes it sometimes really hard to remember what the original story being told was. We leave the parrot scene to him walking through the mall and he's talking to us about punks and like how he a little bit about how he got to punks and what the difference of different punks, punks are. Right. The- and so the main thing he really gets at right here are that there are real punks and that's the people who yes, you love the music, but it's not just the music. There's more than the music, right? It's like the, the whole chaos, attitude. Right? It's the whole attitude. It's the it's it's the anarchy just of it the all. Fuck everything, it's the, right? You know, like it's it's the mindset. It's not just the it's music. It's a lifestyle. Uh, and and to be only about the music makes you a poser. And and his and at first you'd be like, what the fuck is this dude even talking about? Because there are plenty of scenes where you're like, well, yeah, but the music is at 95% of the scene. Yeah, right. right? Like, there's not a whole lot past the music. Punk is definitely not one of those things. There is definitely always supposed to be a a lifestyle aspect to punk more so than, you know, like, yes, there is music. Rebellion and fuck you. Well, when you start to get, like, where it sounds like that music, but you don't have the lifestyles where you get punk pop, right? Like, that's where that, that that comes from there, right? Like, yeah, real like, punk, though, is supposed to This sounds like punk rock, but we're not going to be that hardcore about it, so well, we our can lifestyle play is just different. Well, and it's just that their lifestyle is different, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes the music is... Like, there are plenty of punk pop bands that aren't just Green Day that are totally, like, more punk than that. Feel uh, that, Green Day? Do you feel that shot? I love old-school <laughs> Green Day uh, early stuff, whereas def- definitely punk pop, they, yeah. they were not living the... They were living more of a lifestyle, but they weren't living a... You know, yeah, they like, weren't living like these guys they're um, smoking weed in a basement playing guitar but so yeah the this is totally where he sets up though like that the reason he says this about posers that the music that if you're too into the music you're a poser is because the people who were too into the music would go around saying stuff like anarchy in the uk because they were just quoting these british punks and he yeah. was like there's nothing wrong with liking british punk music but when you're <laughs> so into the music that you're only saying stuff like anarchy in the uk when you live in the united states and anarchy Anarchy in the UK doesn't fucking help you in any goddamn right. way. What is the fucking point? All these, and he's like these fucking assholes going around putting on fucking hello. You want to talk? Oh, Union Jack, riff, you know, wearing Union the fucking Jack. thing. He's like pisses the, me off. Well, here's a nice little tidbit for you. Speaking of Jan, James Marin, you know the the director. The sound bite of the the guy in the British accent, you know, the Anarchy in the UK. That's him. Is that him? Well done. The, the it's not him on screen. He thought he that the, it. well, he thought that the guy did such a piss poor job of trying to capture what he was saying. Those people sounded like that. He went back and post to put uh, his own voice in. Some poor Midwest actor. He just couldn't do the accent. Couldn't handle his, it. And he said, fault. "Nope, I'm sorry. Let me do this." Uh, <laughs> well, he you know get well. The, uh, he grew up. He was Catholic. Uh, he he grew up Catholic in Salt Lake City around all the Mormons. So you know, like that's where some of this comes from. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of built like in grade. You know, like hatred for. The whole thing. We see where he gets his uh, concept of what the poser is and where he yeah. com- where he's coming from with this, like, the music. Uh, if you're too into the music, you're yeah. a poser, too. Because punk is a lifestyle. Yeah, you're, you're it's not always, just, you're the just the music. about the music and the fashion. The music, you know, should, like, back up and, like, uh, uh, reinforce yeah, the concept of the lifestyle. But the lifestyle should not be the music. The music, yeah. 
And so again, like while we're at this mall, he's telling us the story and it somehow connects him to the first time British band played in Salt, in, Lake, City. In Salt Lake City and how crazy that was. Yeah, this is... Or funny. lack of crazy. Lack of- <laughs> Compare uh, what he says is lack of crazy. Right. They thought it was completely crazy. Yeah, the, to them, it was like a normal Tuesday night. Yeah, right? the band was like, it's fucking bloody violent here, mate. And, and he's like, this is like, how oh every God. night is. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. But so we see he's just walking around this this crazy event. Right. And we see some of uh, some of the Mike. rest of the crew. Right. right? Is this There's, where we, uh, we... Mike and Mark are off smoking weed in the corner. Yeah. Well, and this is one of the first times we see like... Uh, Sandy, too. She... Yeah. We get, we get to meet... a weird introduction. We, yeah. We get to meet a lot of people at this punk show. Yeah. Mark is over there. That's yeah. right. Crazy German Mark. Because Mark, he gets do We don't off. get to hear him yet, right? Or do we? Yeah, because uh, Mike's just like, hey, you're having... Oh, yes. Yeah, so he called him right. old. He's like, I'm not fucking old. I'm not old. You're only still... I'm so young at heart. In my heart, I'm like, yeah, I'm young. I'm younger than anyone fucking here. He's, He's very, just looking, I'm like, very intense in German. <laughs> He's like, okay, man. All right, man. Dude, fucking okay. chill. The beautiful part about that is that uh, Mike is probably just as intense. He just keeps the out, the, the exterior. <laughs> yeah, he just is very keeps it calm. super calm because until he needs to. Uh, Sandy and Steve O are like fucking up against the wall in the middle of the entire show. Right, and uh, and then, Bob's very weird about it because yeah. like they hung out but I guess they didn't hit it off and shit and this is where he's just like I gotta this, go well, do something well this is like the official time where I think she made her decision yeah she's like yeah, I'm gonna go with Steve-O and so Bob's is like I'm gonna go do something we'll do something stupid so he jumps up on stage and starts pushing around the lead singer and shit and then the bouncer comes up and just starts and we see, we see ass. we see Mike hands his glasses, glasses to Mark, Mark who puts them on yeah he right? starts to act like a fool he's just but like, then oh, we yeah. see this is the first we don't get the full we get a full like uh, story aspect to this a little bit later but this is the first time we see that Mike, Mike is a there's a lot badass. more to Mike than he looks like yeah don't fuck with the nerd man all we've seen so far Mike is, is a polo shirt polo shirt talking to a little girl in the hospital yeah, for like, no reason oh, being creepy the mom gets up and <laughs> I know leaves. it was great uh, but so you know but he looks like a very normal guy yeah. and you're like why is he with this After crew the chess team right but he takes these glasses off and he gets in the middle of this shit. And he goes and beats the piss out of that big ass bouncer, dude. They, they yell Steve-O's mid, mid bang, right? And he's like, he's sorry. Like half pulls his pants Fucking up. Fucking runs up his pants are falling down. Jumps he jumps up on in. the stage and starts beating, right? Like, I mean, he's <laughs> Sandy going Sandy jumped it. up there too. I guess she was pissed off that she didn't get to finish either. She's well. like, you motherfuckers. But so, uh, big brawl in the concert. It was great. And he, this was his, his proof positive that regardless, like, what I loved about about this was he 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 gave this whole speech right like in the mall where he's like in the end it it's stupid that we're even arguing about this right like it doesn't matter where is where did punk start is it New York was it was it this was it that and he's like it doesn't matter because the music doesn't matter right and blah 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 and then he 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 ends it all. By being like, well, fuck all them because the United States is better because we kicked their ass. Yeah, because we kicked their ass. Which we are so too f- hardcore for uh, them. Yeah. I loved how funny that was because he was like, it doesn't matter. Right. And he follows it up with a story where he's like, but it does. But and it we does are better. Because we are better. <laughs> fuck you. I was like, this is so funny. Because he t- normally, uh, Steve O's character in the movie is very conscious of the fact when he's contradictory of himself. He says it all the time. Yeah. He'll be like, 
like the fight scene when yeah, he goes on about like, when he dissects how to fight it. <laughs> I love he, that. He definitely he says he, he like this this is contradictory. It we goes against be like everything this. we stand for. But, but this time, but this God time he doesn't notice it. it though. This time yeah, he, he doesn't notice the contradiction. This time he was just like he thinks it's totally valid that he was like it doesn't matter about any of this bullshit. We should just all be punked. It's all about this. And then he was just like, but but we're better. We're more extreme than you are. We are though. Fuck them. Yeah, we are. Fuck them. We're way more hardcore. We drink more. We smoke more. We do more drugs. You can't fuck with us, man. And don't forget, if you see anybody out there wearing a jacket with a Union Union Jack Jack on it. Fucking poser. They're a poser. They're just in it for the fashion. Yep, just for the fashion. Oh, Union Jack, Union Jack looks fucking cool. Get the fuck out of here. It's funny to me that he makes the comment about, like, it's that they do it for fashion. Because maybe not Steve-O himself. Steve-O definitely looks like a dude who slaps this shit together. Fucking no fucking sense to it. He definitely has pieces to an outfit where I might be like, like, he has the... Alright, you color-coordinated that. Well, he had the flannel fucking pants yeah i was like i don't know that's kind of fashiony like i mean they so a punks would still have been wearing but that's kind yeah. of fashiony you, that's not just a pair of ripped up pants you put a little thought into that right you, you, you uh, didn't just throw that on this morning but there are several times where bob is rocking full outfits oh yeah like fashion the one, like like yeah. designer like the punk like the outfits. one where he, uh, where, where he meets sean where he talks to, sean, talk to sean when he's yeah. all fucked up that that outfit that he's wearing with the anarchy hot topic it looks well again if you if you look real close you can see that it's definitely stitched it doesn't it's not an actual perfect circle yeah but from like a distance it does it looks like a perfect <laughs> circle anarchy symbol machined and machine. all nice. it looks like it could have been machine stitched and I'm like are we going to talk about mall fashion right. we're going to talk about mall fashion we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about your best friend Bob I bought that at Spencer's didn't you before we before we get too far into that scene after after the night at the concert at, at the concert the concert gets broke up cops yeah, get called. called we see everybody like, scatters it's nuts because there was a huge crowd in this <laughs> yeah, right was. and there were only like what four four, four cop cars they, no, they, they had that they had the away. paddy wagon, but I mean, who was really? getting them into the paddy wagon? No, there were too there many one, people for that to have ever been a thing. He had his hands cuffed behind his back, and he's just booking it yeah. down the road. There were too many people for that to have oh, ever yeah, been. There's a thing. no way. But once the party's over, we we get to see a little bit more about some of the people. We we see that Mike Mike is apologizing <laughs> profusely. Well, it's the part. Well, it's a party. Let's yeah. this up. It's a party at, uh, at uh, Trisha's house. This is like the first time we see her. Yeah, she's like the big queen of the yeah. uh, punks. Everybody loves Trish. Well, and she's she's barely very, a punk. She's too, super, right? She's more of like a bohemian. Yeah, right? no, she's like a beatnik that never never stopped. Right? It's something, but she's not that old. Yeah, she's don't like me wrong. But I mean, like in something. like in the way like her mentality yeah. is like she's she feels more like a beatnik. She doesn't feel like a punk. Um, she talks in weird prose. And yeah. Well, again, she she, she could easily have just been going back to last week in hairspray. She could have been could, the chick. In the we could totally replace her with the beatnik. Yes. Does she start? I mean, she mentions Ginsburg, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. I think she does. So again, that lady starts quoting Ginsburg. This bitch mentions Ginsburg. I'm just saying they're interchangeable. They're the same person. Confirmed. But so we're at a party at her house after, and you can tell this is like common. Right. Yeah. This she is, hosts for yeah, bands, yeah. and she's like the big. Despite that, it's her house. It's it might as well be like second venue. Yeah. Right. Or something for you know what I mean. Like if you know anywhere that's got like a underground music scene, that's the kind of shit that happens. Yeah, there's, there's usually houses the that after are like party house. They're at, and it becomes like 
de facto second venue because obviously the bands are there, so they might plug shit yeah, in and probably, play. They probably will. And so, like, you can tell that's the vibe we get here. It's the kind of house it is. It is definitely a full-on house party. Everybody that was at that show was basically crammed mm-hmm. into, into this Trisha's house. house or apartment, whatever yeah. the fuck it was. It was definitely a house for sure. Had for that be. many people. Oh, yeah, it had to be. And so we see that Mike, though, is talking to the bouncer. He's got a big shiner, too, dude. <laughs> that eye is black and swollen. And, the, and he's talking to him, and he's like, look, man, I just I want to make sure there's no hard feelings, right? You got to understand, this is a punk show, and people like to jump up on the stage and well, jump he doesn't right even, back off. Well, he doesn't, even immediately, <laughs> he doesn't even immediately get to the punk part of it, right? Like, immediately, he, at first, he's just like, trying to be he's nice and say, you're sorry. And the, that's, sorry. The dude goes, yeah, but man, you, I'm the bouncer for the, for band. the band. And then that's when, that's when Mike gets offended and is like, yeah, but man, this is a punk show. Don't you understand? I mean, like, people come in with... They're gonna jump on the stage. They're gonna jump it's what's off. Gonna happen. It's what's gonna happen. They're gonna like put their arm. Like it's a punk vibe. And, and that's what know, like if, if you, if you, and then that's when we start to like cut away from him. But I swear, like as we're cutting away from the conversation, you can basically hear him say like, "But if you fuck with my people, <laughs> right? If you fuck with my dudes, I like I beat the absolute dog shit out of you. I'm gonna do what I did." And I'm not going to feel... Like, right. Again, I'm going to feel and like I do right now. this dude is a lot bigger than Mike, too. Oh, like, he's a big, hard, potato-faced Irishman-looking dude. Man, Mike's a badass. And sure. Mike's a bad motherfucker. Who else do we see at this? Is this when we get introduced to uh, Tornasaurus Rex Girl? No, that's I, that's, that's, after, the next, that's the next party. That's the next, that's the next party. party. Okay, I was just making I, sure. I, that party's mostly just for... Just this one scene. Just that just one scene. Okay, and for uh, Steve-O to... Be like, yeah, we're so hardcore. This English band was like, we're too fire. Yeah, well, again, but that's just a wrap up that we already know. Like, yeah. that, I said that that's why he started the conversation, and then we, and it is why he started the conversation. But yeah, he just gets hype about it, afterwards. right? He's like, see, yeah, we fucking can say told that. you. Yeah, at the end of the party, though, like we just see, and again, this goes to the weird fourth wallness of it all. He's talking to us, but nobody else is really paying attention because right. he's just telling us about how excited, like he was like, and that's the time that we were more hardcore than this fucking British. Band. Right. And they're supposed to be the hardest British band I can't ever. Remember their fucking name is like Extreme Torture, or whatever the fuck, yeah. or something like yep. that. And we're too hardcore for him. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> yeah. And it's true, though. They were definitely uh, way fuck more yeah, dude. Fuck them, though. They were so fucking poser from the get. The band, though. The <laughs> yeah, right. dude was wearing the candy necklace. The lead singer was wearing a candy necklace up on stage. Right. Shut the fuck up. Unless those are fucking acid laced fucking right. candies. Get don't, the hell out of here. Don't talk to me. After that, Bob gets out of the hospital. We get to finish that story, apparently. Cause yeah. Well, they finally release Bob. Uh, we've quarantine. already addressed everything yeah. we needed to. But now we're going to have a party time. to celebrate Bob getting out of the hospital. This is the next new party. Where, again, we just get constantly <laughs> off track. Because that's this is where we get the actual like legitimate introduction to Mike. He's like, Mike, don't yeah. wait, blah, blah. And he's like, wait, just watch no, this. Yeah. So, well, and this is how we get introduced to a lot of people, this party. Yeah. The, so the between the punk show and the this party, we it's probably like, to well, and it's probably like two-thirds of the movie because of the way steve-o tells a story yeah he goes so off topic so many times like here's this guy i'm gonna tell you a little flashback story with this guy we're back to the party we're telling you a flashback with this guy and so the mike is definitely one of the first ones we see the flashback for uh he's walk because it's just like he's walking through and he's like and so this guy let me tell you you let me guess you see him and you think huge fucking nerd right he will what's he doing with these people he will tear your fucking head off and those are the hardest well wait (laughs) I don't need to tell you. 
Just it's watch. about to happen. Let's just step back here. And the music kind of picks up, and this dude walks past me. He grabs me by the head. Well, the dude just like, smashes it into the fucking wall. Just like accidentally bumped into him, right? right. Like he just, just barely, got, barely, fucking didn't even touch him. We got too close. Yeah, what are and, you talking and, about? And, and so Mike just throw. And again, what's beautiful here is we can tell that it's a wooden prop wall, yeah, prop but they've wall. got the stucco on it, so like you it's think supposed it's supposed to be concrete, concrete and so you're like, damn, he just, face. he just fucked this it's kid like, up. that guy's unconscious. Uh, but so then we're walking through the party, and, and we see Mark selling weed, and then we get the Mark. This is where we get Mark's, Mark's story. flashback. Mark <laughs> is, a, is a German guy. Uh, German drug dealer. Uh, from Miami. From Miami, and he's hiding out in... His parents... His whole family. Yeah, his whole family was killed in a plane crash. He's the only survivor. Yeah, he tells us this in the flashback. Nobody knows if this is true. No, but it was a really haunting story. And Steve-O's sitting there and he's just like, shut up, man. <laughs> just uh, shut up and stuff. Yeah, this is all information that we gather. Again, so the, the way the setup works is, like we said, he tells us many stories. And this is just a story. He's yeah, this like, is hey, like how we met Mark. This is Mark. Well, it's not even like how we met Mark. But this, this is, is just like what you have to do when you go buy yeah, weed from if Mark. If you go to buy drugs from Mark. And he sells weed and he sells uh, acid. Acid and cocaine, I yep. think. And so if you want to buy drugs from Mark, this is just what you deal with. You got to go and sometimes he's paranoid. You got to deal with him showing you all of his nice shit that he has. This is a waterbed, but it's got no No waves. waves. Why didn't you just buy like a regular mattress that doesn't make waves? But this one doesn't. There's There's no waves. There's no waves. This shower head has seven. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, six... Seven no, I love the shower scene. Everything was funny. This was hilarious because they're so close together. Are, well, it's like a stall shower. <laughs> right? It's not, it's a, like it's not a bathtub. Small. It is a stall shower. Like, it's a little tiny shower. And they're, they're like face to face. And he's just like, you know, like he's he got his one apart. One click, two click, three, three click, click, four click. And you do this and it does this. And it does pulse. And seven. Seven, seven different. Seven different settings. It's so funny. He's super paranoid. Yeah, he, Bob he, falls he's like, asleep I, on the couch. I swear. I swear they're always trying to take my drugs. I left. This much drugs over here in this cabinet. Now they're not here. Who? Don't, don't, don't you worry. Just everyone. Everyone's hey. always trying to do it. And he pulls the fucking gun out. The gun is like the for <laughs> the for dirty hairy gun, right? Or Tackleberry or, from yeah, Police Academy. Police Academy's gigantic. It is definitely like an eleven like, inch barrel three fifty seven. Kick him six feet backwards. Because the other thing about Mark, if you've not seen the movie, you don't know. Mark is a very diminutive guy. He's, he's pretty like short. Five, he's like five six. Well built, he works out, but he's still he's pretty short. short. He's pretty uh, short, guy. especially standing next to Steve. Yeah, Matthew Bob, Lillard's a big Bob's guy. Bob's taller than him, and he I know, Bob but Matthew, but standing tall. next to Matthew Lillard, yeah, he's you're really just like, holy tall. shit, this is a weird. In well, the shower, Matthew Lillard, like again, <laughs> like Mark is down, underneath the shower head, and Matthew and Lillard is like eye to eye with the shower head. So yeah, you know, like, like it's a so much taller person in the frame. Yeah, this is great. The whole scene is great, but and it just goes on to give us the what I. I think is one of the funniest moments ever where the because the, right they go out where he thinks bob stole his stuff and goes in well, there yeah. and he like shoots at bob <laughs> shoots at bob but i i'm sorry and so i said i, I said i'm sorry but then, then we, okay get to the, now. we get to the we get to they, they steal a car they steal a car just to drive around just to drive around weed. and when they're done there's no it. point to this story this you story, gotta ditch the car. We, we got this at this point. Even we are uh, above and beyond just introducing Mark. This story, this it's part of the story, is just to story. be wild, and that's how most of this is. This most of this movie is just like to be wild. Yeah, it's fucking great. And so, like, we end it though. 
when they're done with the car, he tries to ditch drive it in it the lake. In, in, in the Great Salt Lake. The Great even. Salt Lake. He tries to ditch it in the lake, and it's floating, and he Sink. gets mad. And he starts shooting it. And then sink, you af- fool. after he shoots it a few times, he turns around, and he goes over to Bob. Why and won't says, it sink? What is going on? And Bob goes, don't salt. you know, man? It's it's the salt. It's, it's the it's, Great Salt Lake, man. It's like It makes things salty. buoyant. Well, I, that's the whole way he says it. Because it it's one of my favorite. Buoyant. He's like, he's like, it's... It's the Great Salt Lake, man. Right? This is it's what like happens. one of the things it does, dude. Because that's how <laughs> I love how Bob talks. Like he's always just, like he's always like weird, like, like questioning the things he says like, himself. Are you gonna believe me? Right. And again, those Stevo turns and looks, and he's like, no, no, it's true. It's true. It's what this. this is that's how that's it is. what happens. And he's like, <laughs> no. He sh- just unloads the fucking gun. I'm like, sink your fool. And then they just leave. And they have to drag him off. Like, oh, come on, it's okay. And that wraps up our scene with Mark. Yep. Mark, now, he comes to the parties now. He's cool. Now you know Mark. He introduces Sandy, the chick he was banging at the concert. He's like, I like Sandy. Sandy's cool. She's, Sandy's not a punk. She's not a punk, but she's, she's not like really super anything. weird and yeah, she's not really sexy anything. and all this other stuff. She's just, I like her. She's just her. Is this, this is, the, is this the first time we officially meet John the Mod? Is he is he darting yeah, around during he, this cause, party? Because they uh, we meet him and he's like, man, where'd you get the beer? He's like, Wyoming, where else? And this is where we go into the explanation on why so, yeah, we, beer in Salt Lake City is like three percent. Yeah, max. so we meet John the Mod for half a second. We get the story has nothing to do with John the Mod. We get no, but he's the, cool. I like his hair. Who's the guy that's with them for this story? Eddie. That's right, Eddie. We meet Eddie immediately. This is two seconds after one story, and now we're getting another story. Right. <laughs> same party. Yeah, exact same party. <laughs> We've. We've nothing. We know nothing about the party, but now we're getting our second full story. This it's is how, not even about the mod guy. It's somebody no, completely, different. completely different. We'll get to the mod guy later. Yeah, like I said, he just pops up. He just sets up the story. Eddie is with them, and he immediately tells us so that way we we so we know again. The story is just to tell us why there's three percent beer, beer and why we have to, to go to Wyoming. But Eddie's with us for you to for us to know that. So you need to know who Eddie, who Eddie is because he's driving the car. That's right. So Eddie is a guy who he's not gay, but everybody thinks he's gay. And the ladies fucking love him. He's the straightest guy he's ever met. Steve says, I've never met someone straighter than this guy. Right. And he's just. He fucks a lot. He's talking about, like, you know, all these guys who call me gay and give me shit and stuff. He's like, the problem is. Oh, they just want to fuck me. They just want to fuck me. Steve like. And he's just like, yeah. Yeah, that's but true. Right. That's probably what oh, it is. And then he tells us, like, uh, you know, like if you want to buy booze in Utah, you got to go to the state-run liquor store, and it's and a it's guy, ran by a cop. Yeah, and, and they're they're going to track you down. Yeah, the way they look, you. they're immediately getting pulled over and shit. Yeah, so you, it's that's a no go. So they don't want to fuck with it because right. they they don't want to get hassled by the cops. That's a so, no go on Tinder. Road trip. We're going to Wyoming. Get the good shit. But they are fucking aliens. In this place, because Wyoming's a nice country place, right? You know, good country it's a folk, cowboys, something right? Cowboy state cowboy. or something yeah. like that. And so they, we see that when they get there, he was, yeah, he says that we look like aliens. And they, when he walks in the door, it's so funny. The guy wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he's like right. he just turns around and sees him. It's just like, oh well, my god! This is the part I'll stop because again, like this is a uh, the trailer. The trailer features this scene oh, prominently. Yeah, prominently. And this is one of those things where when I said this is a movie I wanted to watch, and I asked you, I was like, "Have you seen this before?" And you were like, "I've never seen this." And then randomly, this is what you clicked to me. You were like, "Wait a minute, was this a trailer for a, that was <laughs> on in front of this movie?" And I was like, "I have no idea. That's a really obscure I swear question to, god, to ask." It's the preview on the Conair VHS tape. I swear to God. I, I 
believe you, but it was so weird that that's how you asked me, and I was like, I don't know, but I can show you the trailer if that will help you know right? that's the same movie. Oh, no, it definitely was as soon as and I as saw soon it. As, well, and, like, the trailer started, and you still were like, well, I'm not 100%, but as soon as this part as of the trailer as started, started, as soon as everything to do with this scene, because, and again, this scene is super funny. It's yeah, hilarious. It it's fucking funny. But so they, they, they get into this weird, weird mom red, and pop mom redneck, and pop, fucking redneck liquor store, and the, the guy isn't paying attention at first, so they come in and they're talking to him and he's just kind of like uh-huhing them and then all of a sudden he looks up and when he lays eyes on them he literally looks like he shit his pants he's oh shit you boys have escaped from the institution don't I worry we'll call him I'll yeah. call him we'll get somebody to come get you and then they're like no no no, 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 no we're no. from England that's he, why we ah, probably seem weird to you that makes sense are you enjoying your stay in our country <laughs> It was like they don't speak yes. English. So hilarious, and then the and the so wife walks up. She's just like, "Oh, the, Jesus and they're, Christ!" They're holding their cases of beer that they want to buy. Mickey's. Mickey's. I love it. We gotta find some. I want. I love it. Mickey's. You've I've never, never had, had Mickey? one. I'll Mickey's are okay, and they have puzzles. Cool on the lid. Like, Fuck yeah! You know those puzzles you used to see on like '80s and '90s like uh, game shows where it's like a picture of an eyeball and then another picture and then an N, and you gotta know that it's spelling a word. Yeah. It's one it's of those. shit like that. That's cool. Riff. I've heard of it. Now you see, I, I, like, like, me, I've like, only I've heard of it. It's one of those movie. like mythical like TV movie beers that like you've only oh, man, I've heard had, of, yeah. but no. you've never actually seen it. It's good. Well, I mean, it's not good. They're <laughs> like malt. It's malt liquor, technically. I think. So you know, like the difference. You know, like, like um, Colt Forty Five. Yeah, yeah. It's not technically no, that's another a beer. one. I've another, yeah. heard of and never actually had. You never had a Colt Forty Five. No, dude. You ever had a Steel Reserve? Yes, I have okay. had Steel Reserve. Sorry. You're not missing out. They're all the same. No, they're all the same. Man, you still got to try things. But yeah, they're going around and there's this lady talking about how like there's way more like Satan worshippers in the world and I all this, this other stuff. And, and they're just they're just like, oh, OK, OK, right. that's fine. That's they're fine. just like letting them talk. And all of a sudden they were like, oh, so then would you guys would agree then like um, that maybe the, like, the, the highest concentration of Satan worshippers there ever was at one time would be like the Nazis in Germany. That and guy, I, w- I don't know if I'd call them Satan worshippers. I just think I'd call them um, a, a gathering of people. Which is a, what the fuck? Uh, well, because obviously uh, Bob is definitely Jewish. Jewish, you yeah. can tell. He, he may not be practicing. He may not be practicing, off. but you can tell he is of the Jewish of the faith Jewish originally. People, yeah. And so he was very upset. Yeah, he was. They had to like hold and him I, back. I, I gotta say, I agree that they were definitely not necessarily Satanist. Matthew Lillard's, at but least maybe half. the next line was too yeah. far. Well, no, no. I mean that that <laughs> that the Nazis weren't Satanists is what I'm saying. I agree with the guy on the first part. Yeah. The Nazis were not necessarily Satanists. Evil, but yeah, probably not But I would not follow that sentence up with, I just think they were a gathering of people. A gathering of people. No, that was fucking outlandish. (laughs) And again, that's the part that really pissed everybody off. Nobody got mad until he followed it up. Like, he could have condemned themselves. Well, Bob is definitely Jewish, and Steve-O's at least half Jewish, because his dad later says says he's Jewish. Jewish. And so it is a wild moment. (laughs) But then... They say something about like the the woman's the Satanists will know will know you'll them know this, from the mark. Know them. They'll the have mark a mark, of the beast. Mark and then of the beast. And it's funny because they all know. You can tell as soon as she says that Mark of the Beast. Everybody Steve O, well it's his tattoo, so obviously <laughs> yeah, he, knows. he knows. But you can tell that both Bob, Bob and, and Eddie, Eddie know that Steve O has this tattoo and this so literally <laughs> Bob leans into it. 
What what what, part, part, what exactly is this mark of the beast you what talk of? What do you of? mean? And as soon as the woman goes, oh, well, you know, six six six. six, six. six. And as soon as she says it, fucking Steve-O starts Drops flipping trap. out. He's just like, Father, I fear you. And pulls his pants down. He's got the 666 six, six, six. tattooed on his ass. And then the fucking the owner pulls out the shotgun. Pulls out the shotgun. They've not paid for this beer. <laughs> Fuck them. You're gonna pull a shotgun on me. I'm well, taking no, your I get beer. It. I'm not saying Steve and them are wrong. I'm saying the guy is a fucking idiot. Yeah, they've he's not an idiot. paid for this they beer. They have not paid for that beer yet. So they make it out. They run. And this is uh, this that's is how, how they, they got the beer and how for the party. Why we know Eddie. That's right. Right. Eddie's cool. We like Eddie. And again, never seen again. No. Maybe in the background. Maybe in the background, but like that's that's his. He's scene. not that's part of. He's not time. part of the rest of the movie. No, that was it. Fun guy though, love Eddie. Oh, and then it just goes into the like fuck Nazis, and it has the scene where they just jump a group of Nazis and start beating the absolute dog shit out of them, which you should always do. Well, yeah. So again, yeah. They, so they, they to tie back into the Nazism of it yeah, all during the story. Uh, Steve-O starts saying stuff like, fuck Nazis, we hate Nazis. To, yeah, fucking, to tie back into why yeah. they hated everybody at that store. Yeah, so then they fucking... It, yeah, he says, like, he says... Like four well, he goes, he goes there, well, he says specifically, he's like, there's like a group, a small group of, of some Nazi punks. Yeah, skinhead right. punks in Utah or in Salt Lake City. Yeah, we beat the shit out of them every chance we get. And they do, dude, fucking taking bats and pipes to these fucking dudes. Fuck yes. Well, rightfully so, dude. Do, do make them bite the curb. Yeah, the skinhead moment was just to let us know, because again, like uh, lots Just of people, especially well, especially in the eighties, because like that was a whole movement, skinhead punks. Yeah, and like there were some that were definitely not supposed to be Nazis, and some that were, and so like. Most people just automatically don't associate with any right. You're all the same, right? Yeah. Well, and this he just wanted us to know though that it wasn't one of those situations where this was like the non-racist skinheads. Yeah, they were a hundred percent Nazi scumbags. Fuck yeah! So they had it coming. Man, fuck them. They had. They it even coming. had. It was everybody. It was the mod dude and fuck. It wasn't just the punks. Fucking John the mod. John the mod was out there. Mark was out there. They were all beating them Nazi asses. Rednecks crashed the party. They have the big, yeah. So that's yeah big fight so and to, then he get bring the, it right then back, we get yeah. the powerpoint dissertation on why we fight and who yes, we fight that's what i said yeah so they he tells us about the the reason they beat up nazis which is really just kind of a setup on the fact that this party the same party yeah we just go back to it so again very weird logic how did we get here to start with right you know what i'm saying like we're in a very weird circle it went it was again from a story we understand from the storytelling perspective of the guy who wrote the movie that's genius yeah from steve-o though that's an amazing coincidence. Yeah, it is. That these fucking rednecks. That the came very up. party, the very party he's telling us this weird anecdotal piece of story with, they show up in two five minutes later. Right. Getting jumped by a bunch of rednecks. They just crash the party with lead pipes. That's like the preferred weapon of Salt Dude, Lake in the City. 80s they didn't fuck around. Dude, apparently not. Between the it being the 80s, this being the punk scene, things got real. Pipes, chains, and fuck, I saw a guy with a brick. This is the funniest thing. It's totally like a socioeconomic uh, dissertation right? in the middle of everything here where he's just like, this is why we fight. This is a punk. This is a redneck. A punk exists for this reason. A redneck. No, no, no government, no patriarchy, no this. A redneck believes in the patriarchy and the government and blah, blah. Naturally, we have to... Yep, gotta fight. And then he goes on. He's like, no, don't get me wrong. I understand. It's a very hypocritical thing. 
we shouldn't fight. Yep, fighting goes fighting fighting goes back thing. to the patriarchy. Right, it, it, fighting is war. War is the patriarchy. Patriarchy is the government. It all means that we're doing it wrong. It's because it's fun. Just but be- ask me if I care. Right, <laughs> like the that was the end of the thing. He's just like, so in in summation, who fucking cares? And yeah. then it just goes back to the brawl. But before we get there, he gives us the full rundown of how Salt Lake City breaks down who gets to beat the shit out of who without too many repercussions. Right, right. Like there's there's a natural there's flow. a natural order of who there, you're allowed to beat the piss out of. <laughs> there's a waterfall, if you will, of who's at the top and right. who's at the bottom. At the top, we got the punks. Right. And then fucking, uh, what was it? It was. They beat up rednecks, right? Yeah, the punks beat up the rednecks. The rednecks beat up the metalheads. The metalheads beat up the Nazis, which I like. Metalhead, I get to beat yeah. up Nazis. And Not- then Nazis beat up the new wavers, but everybody beats but up the new wavers. But everybody beats up so the new wavers because they're, they're the, the new hippies. Because fuck those guys. This being said, this is also the moment where we see James Marandino. Oh, is he in the. He's. He is the. Naked, stereotypical punk when he's got the, <laughs> or not punk, but the redneck. Like the when redneck. he's showing the two of them next to That's each other. That's funny. I didn't, I didn't know that. The long-haired one. You gotta let the long-haired. Hey man, one. you gotta put yourself in your own movie. I, I'm I pretty sure that. that's what I had seen. If I was a director, Again, if I'm, I'm pulling some of these bits of information from like way back. Because like I said, like I've been a massive fan of this movie since I was like. 15 so like when i'm telling you some of these fun facts they are from a long time like (laughs) a lot of years worth of gathering said knowledge make sure i got that clear and and true yeah so uh, he does like like i already said he closes it out with just like uh do i care and summation does it matter no fuck Fuck it no it's fun we're gonna do it we're gonna fight and who doesn't love a good scrap lads so now we get to see what trish does uh and at this point though like um, we have slowly kind of in the background noticed it go where Bob and Trish have started this weird thing. relationship, right? Like it's not like a full on relationship yet. There's still some. He's off. definitely obsessed. He, with her. No, he's obsessed with her. She is. She is aware of that and likes and it. interested, but she is definitely not like it's not reciprocated. No, right? Like this is fully yet. Yeah, you are you are my toy. I shall play with you. Almost, right? I would almost. Well, because again, she is definitely older than everybody else too. She's the queen bee. She's told us that. Yeah, Stevo told us that she's older than everybody. She definitely acts like she's older than most. She's like thirties. Yeah. <laughs> That's old. <laughs> well, she, uh, not necessarily, but definitely older than all. Of I remember being twenty one and thinking, yeah, like, "That's fucking old." Dude, so, you old man, you. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, so I can't judge. <laughs> but yeah, so we the, now is when we get to see that Trish is a business owner. Yeah, she's a business she's woman. Responsible. She's responsible. She's running a... And that's the exact conversation that... <laughs> That, yeah, that Bob is Bob having and... to Steve-O. Bob is like, she's she's a legitimate person, yeah, man. She's like contributing to society. And Steve-O's like, it's a head shop, dude. She, she sells, sells bongs and bongos. And he's playing with the bongo. But I say, fuck Steve-O. Yeah, Bob's fuck you, right. Dude. He's right. It doesn't matter what the business is. She's paying taxes. In St. Louis, too, to keep a... Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Mormons, man. Just think in your head, Mormon, then say it. You'll never mess it up. Mormons aren't real. They're a myth. Well, then believe that they're in a (laughs) mythical place right now. I don't know what to tell you. The mythical land of Salt Lake City. Bob is 100% right in this situation, though. Like, she is doing things right, and she's running a fun business. Like, I'm sure, like, she's... And she's paying her bills. She has a house... 
She's going to these shows? Yeah, she fuck, it sounds like she kind of is in charge of bringing those shows here. So she's doing some kind of promotional shit. It sounds like she's sounds like she's living life, man. Steve-O needs to get off his yeah, high he horse. Yeah, he needs to calm the fuck down. As a man who's just wasting away and doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Does that even pre-law under- education doing, buddy? But this is also, though, starting to get to that point where we hear Steve-O tell us that, too. He's starting to feel burnout. Shit's kind of changing. Life. He's like, he's tired. Right now, he's only kind of like subtly mentioning it. Right. But he's already telling us this shit's getting old. A little bit. This life is... It's wearing on you. And he's only 21. Right. It's messed up. Fucking just... I mean, well, fuck. I was free. Well, I mean, think about the punk lifestyle. (laughs) Do you know a lot of old punks? No. There's um, probably a reason for that, dude. But right when he he maybe starts to get too uh, waxing poetic... About, about it. it, Mark busts into the shop. Right, so and guys, we're like, Mark, and it's up? totally, it is literally almost like a norm scene <laughs> from Cheers, right? Like it, it was so wild, out of place. We're like, well, okay, what's he doing here? Yeah, just, and he immediately, they're like, what are you doing? Like, what are you I'm gonna? Are you hanging out tonight? Oh no, man, going to my back to Miami. I'm bouncing. Just time to just go. Just got time to go. Got to take care of some shit. I think somebody was after him. Well, no, that's definitely he, it's his implication because he's <laughs> right. like, I can't really talk about it. I just have to. And that's the last they ever saw of Mark. He just kind of is like his later guys. Well, and then Tebo hits us with the, some of us thought that he finally died in a plane crash right. to set right what was supposed to happen so many years ago. And I was right. like, <laughs> I don't know about that one. twisted, dude. Twisted. What a weird thing to think. He's like, no, he died in a plane accident so he could finish what was supposed to happen. It's like Final Destination shit. That's what he said. After Mark leaves, Bob and Steve-O and Trish go walking off and... Devo's dad comes, picks him up in a sweet-ass fucking red Porsche. Yeah. I, I liked that fucking car, dude. And he's like, what's going on? And his dad's like, what's going on with you? And, and, he's, real funny, funny and he started slapping his leg. He's like, you know, this, this, the world is just good. doing this. Good is like, so like the world's ending or something. Yeah. Is that what's good? The good and news And he slaps is? his dad. Like they, they just start slapping each other's right? legs like, back and the... forth. Harder and harder each time. And did you notice the last time like his dad did it to him? Steve even kind of looked at him like, damn, dude. Dude, like, that hurt, what? man. You hit that, that's going to bruise, asshole. Thought we were just playing a fucking game here, but okay. We're fired, old man. <laughs> Pretty much. Like that's how it like progressed to and so, but they, this dumb, weird conversation is just, just builds up to his dad being like, "You're going to Harvard? Yeah, you got, I got into, you enrolled. You got into Harvard Law School." He's like, "How the fuck did I do I, that? I don't, I don't recall enrolling, right, Dad? I signed your name." And he's just like, oh, "Well, congratulations! Are you going to enjoy your second, second tour? tour? Enjoy that, buddy. <laughs> I'm not going to." Fucking law school. Sounds like you probably never should have done that one. Right. And then then calls his dad a fascist and a Nazi and shit. And he's like, I'm I'm Jewish. I'm not a Nazi. I'm, how am I and a Nazi? He, and and he, shit? he uses this this is the dumbest lot. Again, I love this movie. I love Steve O. This is the dumbest logic in the world, right? Like it's he goes, What kind of car are you driving, Dad? It's a Porsche. It's a Porsche. What kind of dealership did you buy from it, Dad? A Volkswagen. What the fuck, dude? What just by they were made by Germans who were Nazis. And I'll give him that. That is true. That is if true. the guy was driving a Volkswagen, I might question some of the things. If the guy's driving a Porsche. So just by chance that this dealer happens to be a dealer for both Porsches. of these two unrelated car companies. 
Porsche actually made tanks. They they designed the Tiger and Panther I'm, tanks. So, but that's not what he brought up. <laughs> I know. If I was gonna bring anything up, I'd be like, so back to tanks. what I was saying. He is bringing up a non sequiting point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't connect at all. Just but he thought he was because he's twenty one and he just thinks he no, knows. Everything. I know everything. How's that? Uh, psychology class treating you it's only well, been three days and i know how the whole world works well but then his dad that's when his dad starts to hit him with the look i know you we're we're exactly <laughs> we're like, like each other same person like, you tell me you don't care but you but, aced your way you, through yeah, college you got good grades and that's all when the way through that's college. when steve like yeah but i cheated and then he goes that he's like again ah, yeah you cheated again, but why did you care why did you to care cheat? enough to cheat you are exactly like me right because you only did that because you do care right you say whatever you want to say. Pretend to all the people you need to pretend to. Deep down, you, you know. are me, and you know it. That's why you're so fucking angry. Now let's go get some lunch. And he just says, okay. <laughs> and they do. They go, they go to this like, super fancy fucking restaurant. He and Shooter's got all the, the nice shit. And he's got a hot dog and a bag of pirate booty. It was pirate booty. They yeah. tried to hide it, but I saw it. It was pirate booty. <laughs> I love that scene. I love it too. Because they're having a nice lunch. He just doesn't a, want to eat that shit. Exactly. Well, and <laughs> on top of that, he also, again, like he lives his life to do things that he knows f- goes against the grain of people around right. him, right? And he knows those fancy fucks around him are looking at his food and being like, A, I didn't know they served any of that in this bitch. Dude, if I went to a fancy ass restaurant, somebody, I saw somebody get like a fucking like cheeseburger kind of I would almost shit. be like, I'd be mad. I'd be like, I would be like, where's the secret menu? I want to, I want the secret. <laughs> menu right for real if this fancy five-star chef can make a fucking cheeseburger i want to try that the they food. run into beggars yeah those yeah beggars sean this is where we start to finally and find this out is about where sean, the right? movie starts to kind of go from super wild and fun to almost serious. we start to a little bit more little, contemplative well, well no okay the beginning of sean is not super contemplative no that one's the wild. beginning part of sean is still fun and wild right it is seeing him on the street remembering the story that Bob told him and he's like, oh, oh shit, Sean. The fuck? I remember it. Bob the, told me, but the, geez, dude, you look rough. And he's wearing this weird, weird outfit. It looks like he painted it with like actual like yeah, with paint, paint, paint. paint. And then he's like, oh man, things are, well, no, 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 no. Outside he's not. Outside he's wearing the silver jacket. Oh, yeah, like he was trying to be like a robot man. Yeah, it's like a solid silver rain jacket, right? right? That's But it's to his ankles or some shit. It was like really long. Yeah, I'm a beggar now. Now. <laughs> this is just what I do. This is what I do. It fucking sucks. And then Sandy, out of nowhere, like kind of a bitch. I think this is when we start to see that Sandy's, he romanticized her in the a beginning. A little bit. And so like we see that she's a bitch because she just looks at him, obviously not in a sane place. Right. And she goes, Why don't you just, get, just a get a job? And he was like, I, I tried, tried that. And, and we this, see this, this scene. him trying was... <laughs> Where he he tried to get a job at a, like female a female clothing, clothing boutique, store. right? Like a uh, not high end, but no. not low end, like somewhere like in between. Penny, no, no, because like it was definitely a boutique. It was not like a cho- a chain, right? Like this was yeah. a boutique because this lady was like, "What the fuck? Just walk." He looks like a zombie. He and legitimately looked dead. He's like he he's like, "I just wanted to get." I talked to you on the phone. I don't believe that. No, nope. he was like, "I just uh, you know, I I feel like I could sell women's clothing." And then he's She's like, like you got "Why do you?" 
why do you think I have experience in that? What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say I wear women's clothing? I, I am, am offended. I am not a transvestite. <laughs> it was so wild. And he's wearing. A, I don't want your job. I don't care how much. He's wearing you pay a jean me. jacket. This is the part you were about to say. Where he's wearing painted. It's painted himself. It's a jean jacket that's been cut into a vest, and it's got fuck and you. you, and it's just like in paint. in rainbow paint, like rainbow in paint. rainbow paint. It's weird fuck as fuck. You. It was a wild outfit, right. and then, it's like I think I understand why he didn't get the job. Yeah, a little bit. I think I understand. But he didn't want the job. He didn't care how much she paid him because I have integrity. That's why, he, and that's why he's a beggar. <laughs> and that's why he's a beggar. Um, but then Sandy gives him a dollar, and they just walk away. And well, he, and Steve, but Steve was like, "It well, fucked again, me up, though." And this is where he rolls a little bit more into that whole like he's feeling done with the lifestyle. Yeah, because he's starting to see, you know, like Sean is one of many casualties to this lifestyle right and he's like i don't know if there's a way to not it like there's no way i think i can see of being in the lifestyle and it ending well and not being a casualty there's no way to be in the lifestyle but be the guy who's above that yeah and so he's starting to see this connection yeah but instead of actually dealing with it they just go do acid in the park Rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, fuck that. I'm not gonna. And deal and then we start seeing post-apocalyptic, like, dude, the shit she is saying, dude, during like, this total, whole thing, like warfare, We're all dead, 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 dead. We're gonna die. There's Blood. like burning, then, like, burning, like nuclear explosion in the background. I love that you say that. You know, do you know where these scenes come from? The footage, the actual footage. Did they steal it from Terminator? Terminator Two. Yes, it l- knew it looked fucking familiar. Ah. Sweet. I love that you said it. Because <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like, well, that's definitely reused footage of something. It was. It, indeed, it was. But it was really good. And then they ended up like fucking on a park bench. Whatever. Like these two do. are strange. Yeah, they're okay. fucking. Dude, Kess is so weird in this movie. After this, after the scene outside in the, the park, we, we basically just get like a, a weird uh, moment of them waking up in their apartment together. Yeah, they're just having, there, a, having a conversation having a, having to, a talk, with each other. Like Bob's drinking tea. It's so strange. <laughs> and he's just like, and it's, it starts off very normal, like a, a real human conversation. Yeah. But then Sibo is just like offended by the fact that they're having this conversation, even though he started the conversation. Yeah, he's, he asked, he's Bob, like, hey, Bob, so do you think you're falling in love with Trish? I mean, um, I I don't know. Like, but like if she asked me to like cut my arm off, I mean, like, I would probably do it. You know, like, so I'm, no, so yeah. he said, he's like, I would do it. Yeah. And the, I would do that. I would, you know, like, he's like, so yeah, I guess I am, you know? I love the way he sounds as he's doing it. He's like, I would do this. Right. And I would do this. If she asked me to do that, I would be there. Steve, I was just like, well, then you're a fucking poser. I always knew all along. I knew it the whole time. You're a fucking poser. Why does that make me a fucking poser? I don't understand. Because you fell in love with a girl. You're a poser. (laughs) I know. That that was exactly what he said, and I died laughing. I was just like, what are you, 12? It was his justification. (laughs) You fell in love with a girl, fucking poser. Only posers do that. Exactly. (laughs) Only posers fall in love with girls. And And Bob's just like, well, I guess I'm a fucking poser, man. Fuck you. I don't care. All right, but so then this is where we roll into um mike's going away yeah mike's going away he's gonna go to notre dame he wants to he wants to save the fucking rainforest i know i love this conversation somebody's gotta fight for him and no i love that he says someone's got i want to save the rainforest and then he follows that up with somebody's got to fucking fight for him (laughs) because again it's always got to be a fight he is so intense it's always got to be a fight oh yeah man it's not just that he wants to save the rainforest he's got to 
fight for the rainforest. Damn right, you got to fight for the rainforest. He's uh, gonna go down to like to the Brazil and just start beating up people. And again, with, uh, yeah, and again, this scene is just love is trees. Strictly here to let us know that uh, much like he, much like Steve-O is getting fed up with this lifestyle, the people he is associating with in this lifestyle are leaving him. Yeah. And so it's just like, what more is being offered to me here? What am I doing? I don't know. He's just seeing it being reinforced more and more everywhere yeah. he looks. Yeah, and then we uh, we go to the weird party after this the, with the no, the, I love the, this the party. weird Christian Mormon guy. Well, so and, but when it first starts, we we get to meet. Uh, I don't get what's her name. We I, met her earlier. We met her earlier. Yeah, we met her earlier. We forgot to to mention her because when we meet her the first time, almost nothing is said about her. She's got kick ass red hair, yeah, and he's like, she's a bit of a carnivore. Yeah. It's like a two second joke. That's, it. That's all she's there for the first time. This time we get to know a little bit more about her. She's off her meds. And she is nuts. And she's nuts She definitely now. needs her meds. Indeed she does. And that's she what Steve-O to says. Steve-O totally is like, this This isn't fair. Her brother definitely... Uh, yeah. uh, uh, he's like, but I like her brother. We, we talk sometimes. We have debates. He's the opposite of me. Anarchy versus structure. He's all about the structure. And structure's been slowly winning the debate over the years. And so we see them having this conversation yeah. about like death and Steve-O's like, yeah, yes, 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 yes. When people die and it's, it's chaos. Yeah, see, it's all chaos. He's like, like, ah, you can't see this coming from the, a mile away. Like, you can't see this coming from a mile away. All the atoms reintegrate and form back into grass, seeds, trees, man. All these things. And, and, they, then, and, it's, and then it's a cycle. Right. It's all which is together. A, which is structure. Yeah. The shit you smoke, talk about when you got the hookah well, going, Well, this dude right? is a hippie. Totally. He's the dude. He has a hookah. Then we see the girl's older sister, who is also batshit and part of this party, and part of why they're not giving her the drugs that she's supposed to be on. She has to be her true self. Yeah. And we also see downstairs in this basement, the guy trying to summon a demon. He's trying to summon Satan. To prove he doesn't exist. Because so he, science will prevail. Because if if he can summon a demon, Satan, and Satan doesn't show up, then Satan doesn't exist. I.e. God, God doesn't, doesn't exist, exist. Which means science is the science is the prevailing uh, religion that we should all be adhering I to. I want to say this is insane, but I definitely remember going to parties where people are like so drunk and like convoluted and and full of themselves, where they I not necessarily act out some of this shit, but <laughs> no, definitely like but they think are definitely and talk having this conversation. the conversation. Yeah, for sure. So I I respect where this is coming from. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, we've all done it. We've all had these conversations. But so the the whole the whole thing wraps up with basically just Stevo trying to convince them like, please get your little sister back on her medication. Yeah, let her take her meds, and I guess we're gonna go try and summon a demon. Well, he wasn't, but the dude but that, well, the mean, dude convinces him. him. The dude was so he sounded like. Please, right? Like in his right. voice, did you just hear? Like, he was like, like "I'm gonna go summon a demon, and you're gonna come with me, right? Please? Right? You, yeah, you and me, we're gonna go BFFs for life, right? Right, everybody, ride or die." Needs to say he summons a demon. Well, they go to go leave, and then he, he summons a demon. I don't care what you say. Tell me this scene. You don't think he summons a demon? Got, like the burning fucking pentagram and shit. You bet your ass he summoned a demon. But well, right. and think about what happens after this. Was that after this or before it? What? That's Sandy. He finds Sandy banging. It's after. Is it after this? 
The demon gets summoned and then he goes upstairs because she's upstairs and she is the demon. Get what I'm saying? Summoned a demon, right? But yeah, so so Satan either is, way though, so Satan is real and that guy's wrong and we this, all this should guy, go to church. I, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> the point is, this guy summons a demon. Right. It definitely feels like this man did something. Yeah, he did something because he got the whole thing—a burning pentagram. Yeah, he went. The, he went hardcore. He has a fucking staff. But so then, Steve Odo, at some point, whether before or after, yeah, he goes. He goes upstairs and he finds Sandy banging a dude. Now, in all fairness, Steve-O tells us they are not exclusive. They they had discussed that apparently even, but that motherfucker moved in on my goddamn territory. And, and he this beats was the living fucking dog. primal. He, he beats the. Fuck out of this guy and leaves Sandy, him bloody. Sandy just looks at him. You <laughs> fucking pussy. And then the that's fuck a, is wrong with you. That's the last we ever see of Sandy. Yeah, he's, well, he says fuck you and fuck her. Yeah, that's the last we see of her. Great job, Cass. Yeah. That was good. That was, it was a good job. So yeah, after this party ends, things are way different. Uh, Stevo is no longer with Sandy. People are. People are moving on. And people are passingly up. mentioning to him this other girl they think he might be good for. Yeah, Tri- uh, Trish and Bob, right. Bob are talking about her. She's a rich kid, too. Yeah, she's... Why? Because I'm a rich kid? It's like, well, yeah, but you're a cool rich kid, right? But you guys got a lot in common. You got a lot in common. It's, it'll be great. Uh, and we see this uh, scene where we see just how far Bob is falling for Trish, right? Like, he's just... Yeah, he's almost not even paying attention to Steve-O and his pain. He's just like, oh, I'm over here. You know, I'll just... I enjoy pain. You know, it's fine. I don't want any help or anything. They're just over there making out. I'm glad you guys are happy. Right? Rightfully so. I feel good for Bob. Yeah, I, I do too. I'm, I'm, glad. Glad. I'm happy says. for Bob. Uh, Steve might not be. Now, that can. being said, we start to go into the next scene, which is where we get to see part of why Bob is the way he is. Yeah, we we learn more of why Bob's Bob. We don't know anything about his mom. No. We never hear. So for all we know, she's not in the picture at all. Yeah, she might have just been disappeared and from we, the beginning. We now get to go visit his dad. Because it's his dad's birthday, and he's got a little present. He's worried about if he thinks he's lived up to if his dad would like him. Yeah, would like him or anything. and Or, or be ashamed of him. Right? It's like, I mean... I like him. Which is messed up when we finally see the guy. <laughs> yeah, because he's just—he's a drunk. He's a drunk. He's just passed out asleep, and apparently thinks hey, the CIA a, is after well, him. Well, I was going to say he's a drunk schizophrenic. I think is yeah. the implication here, which is also why I think Bob hates hospitals and Bob hates drugs. Yeah, probably because his dad's a schizophrenic. He doesn't want to be convinced, and I can relate to this. He doesn't want to be convinced that he needs to be on drugs to be okay, right? Yeah, like it's a total one thing. It's one thing if like drugs are making you healthy it's another thing if like you are it's nothing for people to tell you you are not a normal person but drugs will make you a normal person yeah i don't like that, that feels either. like a weird concept right and i think that's what's going on with bob in this scene with his dad like like seeing his dad reminds him like am i this guy and that's why he doesn't want to take drugs because yeah. he's like he's trying to be like no i'm a normal person i can be a normal person i don't, I don't need to drugs do to make me not schizophrenic yeah like that's how i always read this yeah, scene. i can see it uh, but yeah like, we do see his dad though i mean Bob his dad is, a is like borderline which again proves my point that maybe he does yeah he's fighting it so hard that he's missing the bigger picture yeah he, right some pills may actually help bob a little bit level out yeah yeah but it's a sad thing because again i see his dad i respect it i understand where he's coming from i've i've literally been there <laughs> i understand what he's going through but it might do him some good. Yeah. He's one of those guys. He's in a weird spot. 
Then when everything wraps up with the dad, what happens? His dad wakes up and just is like, who the hell are you? What are you doing here? Dad, you don't know? It's your, I brought you a present. It's your birthday. How do you know it's my birthday? You're awfully well informed. Goddamn CIA. Pulls, this is my house. My piece of the pie. You can't have it. And he pulls the shotgun and shit starts shooting at him. They fucking fall, dude. And they get, they get back in Steve-O's van and Steve-O's just like, man, I, I understand you a little better now. We're, Rightfully let's so. Let's go get ready for the new the next party, right? Because right. that's what we're, where they're going after that. And this is the party where Steve-O finally meets the new girl did you brandy her name's yeah. brandy I was and she's say, I was adorable like, oh, and even steve-o in his narration he said, no that's what he says he's like she's adorable the second she smiled right this is the girl i'm gonna marry i don't I even know that i'm I gonna was tell sucker. you guys right dumb. now i saw I, i've been a poser my entire fucking life i will marry this woman and what, what no he doesn't even say that he's he definitely says he's been a poser but he basically it's more the implication is when he's ready to hang this shit up he will marry this woman right because again he's not ready to hang it up yet Yet. He, even we see that in the conversation with her because she keeps trying to play devil's advocate to him. Like, yeah. do you really got to do this? You got to like, be well, like this? He, well, yeah, it's, you know, anarchy, chaos. Bleh. And she's like, couldn't you just. Maybe not. And pre- Wouldn't that be like more of a fuck you if you right? actually like because isn't turned this, around and she, did she something? She literally throws on him basically what I said about the mall shit in the beginning. Both of them are pseudo fashion people. Yeah. Right? And he doesn't see it. Until she throws it at him. She's like, isn't this just a kind of uniform? Doesn't that kind of make you just like the fascist? Yeah, you, you, you're you just wake wearing, up every morning and you dress you in your, your little uniform on, uniform on. To make you feel more like the crowd. It's just a different crowd than the crowd you're making fun of. We all wear masks. Oh, shit. Right. Boom, mind blown. Although this is like the most like basic level of basic anything. Psychology but 101. But steve is like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And he's like, how old are you? And she's like, what the fuck's that matter? And I agree. What the fuck's that matter? Like, obviously, your friends aren't setting you up with uh, somebody under bait. 18. Yeah. Right. Your friends know you, and they're not trying to get you arrested. Right. So they're not hooking you up with jailbait. So just go with no, it, If dude. it was a random person, that's a valid yeah, yeah, yeah. question. But you know that yeah, this you, is who you... your friends set this up. You Roll know. with it. It's okay. She's at least 21. Relax. But during this party, we see mm. the unfortunate of unfortunate things is about to happen. Poor Bob has a headache, which will happen sometimes. You drink too much or not enough. I mean... Well, and you, you deal can... with the events that we can assume Yeah, super happened. stressed out, getting shot at by my own dad. Homie's got a headache. When he was so desperately trying to impress him. Yeah. So, so we ask uh, somebody for some Tylenol or something, and they hand him a hand, and he pops a hand five, six Five, pills. six of these. Big. Throws him down. Doesn't even look. Doesn't With look. With whiskey, even. Doesn't look. So sad. No one says anything, either. That's my biggest problem. It's the bitch who handed him to him sort of should have said, hey, this is what these are. Someone standing close should have been like, someone standing close should have been like, hey, he doesn't take drugs. Right? Like, these are all supposedly friends, right? Nobody, Nobody looking out. I know you can already tell kind by how we're talking about where this is going. We didn't do a good job of burying the lead like we should have. But it's because this stings. It sucks, man. So we're going to go ahead we'll just we'll just jump 
jump from this party because nothing else happens at this party that's worthwhile talking about. No, he does it. punch another mirror. Yep, and gets took home because he's freaking and, out. And and Steve-O, this is when he blamed, he says he, he did it because he's drunk. Again, we already know he's got a problem with he's mirrors. He's done this before. But Steve-O What else were they supposed Steve-O to Steve-O just didn't want people to freak out. Yeah, so he, he gets him and, out. And this party is, this Brandy's house, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a Brandy's house. So he's house. like trying to pay for the mirror and she's like, no, take care of your yeah, friend. Yeah, go take him Proving home. how good of a girl she is, right? Like, she's not worried about her house, her parents, what they're gonna say. He said, take, she said, take care of yeah, your take friend. Care of your boy. Now, that being said, she did throw one comment out where he was like, I'll try to call you tomorrow. And she was kind of like, what? <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. But at first she was like, mm, no, maybe not. Yeah. So she did kind of have a second hesitation right. for a moment, but she, she did get past it. Yeah. Cause <laughs> he was like, can I call you tomorrow? And she went, no. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's no, it's fine. fine. Right. Like again, like and they move it. The scene happens so fast you right. can't even like think about it. But last night, when I the last time I watched it, I saw that and I was literally just like, "Holy shit!" That bitch literally was like, "No, <laughs> she hard, did. No. hard, hard, no. no," and then was like, "Oh shit, that was rude." <laughs> Call me. <laughs> but yeah, so he takes he takes Bob home. Sorry, we. I'm glad we got lighthearted because yeah. again, this is about to get about, about to, to get, get deep. not. But so he takes Bob home. They both go to sleep for the night. Sivo not thinking anything of it. No. He wakes up the next day. He he sees Bob. And again, it's it's almost reminiscent of, of the, the first scene of the movie. It's almost he, he reminiscent kicks of the him first awake scene. Again. He he walks down, he's just talking to him. He can tell though, right? It's before he even goes to kick him, he can tell. Yeah. The color palette is His different. His eyes are open. He's he's white, dude. Yeah. He's fucking blue. And Bob died. Yeah, Bob died, you guys. And Steve-O hit, Steve-O, like, dude, oh Matthew Lillard dude, in this scene. I cried when I was watching Matthew this. Matthew Lillard in this scene. This was He just good. instantly breaks down. So yeah, so it was uh, it was insane. Matthew Lillard brings the emotion dude, it needed. Dude, you feel that pain. He He's hurt. It's his best. He says it. My, you're my, my best, best friend. friend. You're my I, only I, friend. My friend. I don't have I don't, anybody left. He says, I don't know who I'm going to talk to. Fuck, man. Just... Again, I'm not trying to, you know, like sometimes you hear people talk. We were talk, having such a good time. And and I don't want people to to think negatively about this movie because of this. Because, it, you know, like there's a lot of movies where like somebody dies in it like that. It, and you're just like, it. oh, this is horrible. Fuck this movie. No, this isn't like This that. movie needed this in a way I can't describe to you, but it makes sense. Like, you know, like it makes the movie hit the 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 chords it needs to really hit right like I, I i don't know i've thought about this so many times in my life like i don't think the movie is as good if bob didn't die no probably not i don't know if i would have left wanting to watch it this movie have... the hundred times i've watched it yeah probably not if it left feel good yeah right? probably not it's the same thing with like uh super bad right like part of the reason super and i know that's like so off the wall to randomly bring up and it definitely still gets our Jason Siegel. Yeah, much like how Super Bad ends, though. You know, like uh, I don't know if Super Bad is as poignant of a movie if they leave finding a way to stay friends. They leave that movie knowing this is the end of our friendship. Yeah. Right. They know they're never coming back together and that they are going their own way. In this movie, yes, it's forced. But it's the same concept, right? Yeah. Like, the concept is Steve-O now has to grow up. There's no, There's no more crutch. Bob There's, was Bob was the reason. 
And that's what we find right. out. That, that's the, he. We we find out one last real quick wrap up here. Real, one last flashback, man. And it's him telling us that he's been the poser all along. Yeah, Bob was the the OG. Bob was the one. He's Bob the guy. showed up to their D and D party. Bob was the one that had the tape of some punk music. This is the thing that I got was, it from my cousin in California. This is the thing. This is one of those moments of like, right? I really want people. Uh, if you don't pay attention to anything. else, Else, the way it ends proves that none of this was about punk music, right? It, no. And that, that uh, Steve-O says he ends it with, like, maybe I was the poser. I think you had it right earlier when you said maybe we're all just the posers. Yeah, we were all right? fucking posers. Because man. when Bob brings the tape... And he plays it, and when it's finished, and he's like, this is, what's, this is what we need to start doing, right? Steve-O says, what is this? Bob doesn't say, this is punk. This is new. Right. This isn't what we've been, been doing. doing. This, this isn't is... the garbage that got us where we don't really like our life. Right. This is something new. We want change. This is change. We're all just the posers, dude. We're yep. all just looking for that change. That, that something That makes us feel different. Right? The, the, the thing here is that you need to learn is that what the fuck does poser even really mean? Like, if you change because you want to make the change, does it matter? No, I don't you think it does. You made the change. Yeah. Was... There's no such thing as poser. It doesn't matter what inspired you to do this. It's that you did it. Yeah. And that's what Sivo but... I'm proud to be a poser. We're well, all posers. Come be a poser well, with us. Well, that, that's how the movie ends, <laughs> yeah. right? Like the last speech. You know, that was our last flashback. But the, yeah, last, the last speech, speech we is... get is Steve-O. He's dressed in his suit. And he's like, obviously, I'm going to college. I'm going to Harvard. And I'll just start pissing off judges. And I realized that, you know, uh, we all looked, we all thought the world was going to end. And when it didn't, we had to find something else to do. And so what better way than to fuck it up from the inside right and so again we're all posers fuck yeah dude but it matters that poser doesn't need to be a bad thing no and that's what steve will realize he said i'm the poser we're all posers everybody is a fucking poser now to end it on a super sad word except for bob Right, like yeah. that's the thing about when someone dies. Yeah, you, they get to they get to live the dream that you get to. The, like they're the perfect version. Yeah. So Bob was the only actual, and punk. that's what he said. Bob was the only non-poser. Yeah, he was the only one that wasn't a poser. But I still stand by he was because it's new. Yeah, it wasn't it's because new. it was punk. It's because it was new, and he just wanted new. Don't we fucking all, man? Right. All right, guys. Well, that's the movie. It was great. Yes. I love this movie. I'm glad I, I got it. to introduce Bo to this movie. This was a good movie. Probably not. If, probably a good thing I didn't watch this movie when I was in like sixth fucking grade. I probably would have gotten way more trouble. Dude, it would have inspired a lot of craziness. <laughs> I would have gotten so right much now. more trouble. Seeing this. I was already in a lot, but like this would have been way worse. Seeing this at like 14, 15, 16, wherever I was right there, like it definitely made an impact on me. No, I'm sure. And again, I aspire. I still, I still aspire to be Stevo. Oh yeah, yeah. We should. I think that's a we good should all it. aspire to be Stevo. I fuck the system, but be smart. Yeah. And eventually take it down from the inside. And take it down from the inside. Well, 
What'd you think about the beer? I I know you started. <laughs> you started with it's a little too bitter. It was a little too bitter on the first, but once you start drinking it, it gets better. And I I and you feel good, right? I do feel. I feel pretty good. So this is what I do. This is what I tend to think about. Like a lot of these like uh, bitter IPAs. Like I'm with you. Like the, uh, as far as when it starts, it's not got that kind of taste. Where I'm like, you know, like we've had some IPAs on this show that we've talked about before, where like. From sip one, yeah. I'm like, dude, I love that flavor. It's amazing. Yeah, I've had a couple. Most of those also aren't nearly as potent. Like, to me, like, when you find one of these ones, it's a little bit more potent. And what ends up happening is exactly what we just found here. <laughs> you get about halfway done with it, and you're like, man, I feel so good. I don't give I'm a shit. I'm not even that worried Don't even anymore. worry about the bitter. It's fine. And again, I don't know what that means to say about the taste profile. I don't know what it means to say about anything else. But I will I definitely know to say Punk IPA is a good time. It's a good time? Regardless just of anything regardless else, I Regardless of anything else, it's a good time. It's Just a good time. Go try it from Brewdog Brewing Company. All right. What are we going to be doing next time, though? Next time, um, we're going to do Founders Brewing Company's Breakfast Stout. Breakfast Stout, Breakfast, you say? Breakfast, yeah. We're going to the most important meal of the day, so we put it in beer form. I mean, I'm down for <laughs> I'm that. Like, yeah, dude, it sounds great. All right. Well, that officially means we're done. All right, man. Fuck the system! gathering of people oh. gathering of people